0: Welcome back to the John Clay Podcast. I'm John Clay, sports columnist with Election Era Leader and Kentucky.com. It is Friday, August the 6th, 2021. Today was football media day for the University of Kentucky football team at Kroger Field. And on today's podcast, we're going to bring you all three press conferences that were held today at uh, at Media Day, first you will hear from UK Head Coach Mark Stoops, followed by UK Defensive Coordinator Brad White, and then new UK Offensive Coordinator Liam Cohen. So, we're not going to waste any more time, we're going to get right into it. First you'll hear Mark Stoops, followed by Brad White, and then Liam Cohen.
1: Just a couple notes as we get started. Uh, this will be Coach Stoops' ninth season as Head Coach at Kentucky Tech, uh, we'll be tying school record. Held by Fred Percy and when the Wildcats kick it off on September 4 against Louisiana Monroe in the 100th game for Coach Stoops, and that will tie Percy for the school record for most games as head coach. Uh, so at this point we will turn it loose uh, thank
2: you tony You're making me feel old up here um, huh <laughs> um really good to see everybody it's great i think everybody's excited to get back in person this is the first time i've seen you all well many of you um in this type of gathering in uh, well over a year so it feels really good to get back to some uh form of of normal and uh I hope you all had a great summer it's really good to see it, it truly is and uh, we're excited um, I know everybody says that this time of year I probably said that for nine straight years as Tony just pointed out but uh, that's the truth I think um, this time of year you know you get through the spring you get through the summer the players are working exceptionally hard uh, we have changes um, and the anticipation builds up and um, I'm as excited this year, as excited to get going right now as I was in year one. So I feel really good about this team. I love our coaching staff. Um, I feel like we're in a really good place. Uh, really greatly appreciate the work that the strength and conditioning team has done this summer, and they always do. I think it probably doesn't get talked about enough, uh, but those guys do a remarkable job. They work with our players all spring, all summer, daily. Uh, and give up quite a bit of their time to individually train uh, our football team. So I greatly appreciate our strength and conditioning team. Our players look really good, really fit, and are very uh, much ready to go. Um, As far as our staff, uh, it's well documented that uh, we made changes. Uh, I feel good about where we're at. The coaches have worked extremely hard. Uh, I was very pleased coming out of spring. I felt like we progressed probably better than I anticipated and the the players have worked exceptionally hard this summer to continue to build on that. Um, defensively we have a, a big nucleus of our guys back. We have some guys that have played a lot of football. Uh, Coach White and Coach Summerall do a remarkable job leading that defense and um, you know we feel like we're in really good position. Uh, as far as the kicking game you know having Ruffalo back, um, you know that's a, a big plus for us. A very steady guy, very consistent and uh, it's good to have him back. Uh, Wilson Berry will will trade one Aussie for the other, and uh, looking forward to seeing what Wilson can do. Uh, but very talented and uh, and excited about that. I feel like we added a dimension with Wandell in the in the return game. Josh Ali did a remarkable job on punt returns. He'll con- he'll continue to do that with uh, Wandell, but Wandell brings a different element uh, in the return game, along with playing wide receiver. So. I feel like uh, as far as the roster, we're in really good position. Um, As you all know and see the landscape of college football, um, that's a big part of it. The roster management, you know, with uh, losing some guys and picking some up, I feel really really good about the players we picked up. I feel like we picked them up in some positions uh, that we needed some depth, needed some help, and um, hopefully that uh, will, will help us throughout this season I'm, I'm confident that it will um, as as always you know we're going to build this program uh, with developing our players and continuing to, to uh, build them and uh, develop leadership and develop them mentally and physically and I feel like we have quite a bit of leadership on this football team and uh, so um, needless to say it's a it's a it's a fun time it's an exciting time uh, as I mentioned, I think just going to a kickoff luncheon and seeing people uh, doing the fundraisers and you know things of that nature uh, that's normal with the preseason um, makes it uh, that much more exciting and really appreciate what we have and appreciate um, the position that we're in and uh, and just grateful to to be here for nine years and looking forward to to nine more so uh, I'll open it up for questions at the point. Right, a reminder,
1: if you will, just make sure your cell phones are in uh, the silent position and go ahead with uh, questions for the coach. <clears throat> Mark, I'm sure you're not going to talk who the quarterback is today, but with the new offense, is there a benefit to making that decision
2: earlier camp, or anything else? Or do you have a, a kind of time frame? You, you, know, you know, through the years, you've heard me answer this, and I, I bet I answered it the same way. It's more important to get it right than than to be in a hurry. Uh, is there a benefit? Yes, I believe there is. Um, there's a benefit to getting reps. That's that's part of the negative to having a lot of talented players um, at any position, but it seems like it's obviously much easier to, to rotate guys in throughout practice and preseason at other spots than quarterback. So uh, we do feel like there is, is quality depth. Um, you know maybe for the first time you go all the way down and have four or five guys that you feel confident that could play football at this level and getting them reps is a concern and uh, we will uh, work that as best we can. Yes sir uh, really did I feel like we got them in in positions that uh, we needed some depth we needed some depth uh, obviously and some some impact guys at wide receiver we did that needed you you always need tackles you know we did that um we got uh, in a position with an early entrance to the nfl and then an injury at middle linebacker we really solidified ourselves there um so and and obviously quarterback um so we have some some really good players and uh really hit some needs so it was uh very critical for us and I feel very good about it it really will I mean I think uh, right now it, it's fair to say there's there's a lot of change going on you know with the, the portal is one thing I think we've been gearing up for that and kind of you know w- we can manage that um, I think with uh, you know the name image and likeness it's, it's changing it's going to definitely change the landscape uh, of, of our game um, and we all have to adapt and, and, and do the very best we can. And that's very new, and we're trying to, we worked very hard this summer to educating our players and helping our players as best we could. And we'll continue to do that and put them in the best position to be successful. Mark, um, Chris Rodriguez made some comments earlier this week about the teams
1: getting back Do you see that
2: picking up? We are in a good, strong position. Um, I feel like we'll reach the goal. Um, but that, that's a touchy subject, uh, you know, I address it with the team, but we're very open and honest and communicate often about a lot of things, and uh, um, that is an individual choice. We'll continue to educate them, um, and everybody will do what's best for them or what they feel most comfortable. But I, I do feel like we'll, we'll reach the, the goal uh, that, that the league has set.
3: program is there more pressure to
2: perform now i don't know if you could ever say more is it is there more pressure I mean come on <laughs> how much can you handle no <laughs> no it is what it is it's always brutal you know it's hard it's you know the pressure comes from within and when we when we say that as coaches that's not lip service you know it's truth truthful I mean that you know it's You know, within our program, we have goals and aspirations, and that, you know, anybody on the outside really can't affect that. Um, As I mentioned, you know, anytime you bring a a program like Oklahoma and Texas into your conference, um, it's only going to help with exposure, and uh, obviously, it's going to be more challenging. If that's even possible to make the SEC more challenging. Uh, they picked the two right schools <laughs> so it'll be uh, it'll be a fun challenge it'll be a great challenge but it always is anyway Aren't so you also got a lot
1: of guys to be playing in different
2: positions Does that make a difference or not? Or a um, not so much not so much i think the experience helps um, we did that quite a bit, even if it was in practice. You know, we we moved guys around a lot. Uh, John always did a, a great job with that. As you know, when we had the players that we felt like could play winning football, we played them in games. There was one year in particular where we rotated nine guys. You know, quite a bit. I feel like this year we'll we'll, we'll definitely be in a position where we feel like we could almost go ten deep and and. uh you know, I, I like that because it, it builds your program for the future. And I, I do feel like we're, we're in a position where we could rotate quite a few guys and, and be interchangeable. Certainly, there's going to be a lot of work uh, to do in between, you know, right now and getting ready for that first game. uh no i mean dare has to go you know there's competition yeah i mean you know we're very pleased with jeremy and uh he's a he gives us a big strong physical presence that we always like and uh so uh dare will will come in and compete like the rest of our guys and and if he could play uh you know at that level and he feels like he is one of our top 5 then you can move guys and you know but I'm not. I'm not sure what that'll be, or who it'll be, or where. You know, what position? We always have an obligation. It's no different than any position. It's just like in the secondary. If you're five best guys, you you want to get your five best guys on the field. And offensive line is no different. You want to get your five best. And but we do feel like there's some depth. Um. You know, I'm confident. I mean, we've, we've been there before. You know, it's not like we haven't done it. Um, you know, we want to continue to play good good team defense. And uh, there's, there's a lot of elements to that. We certainly uh, want to improve in all areas. You know, even, uh, you know, if you look at you know, statistically, you know, over the years that we've been pretty solid in the top half in just about every statistical category. But that doesn't mean we're not trying to get better in in all areas. And uh, you know, pressure is is one of them. What's your yeah, Keaton's doing very good. Um, he's healing and, and in recovery and getting better. It's very unfortunate, as I mentioned, Keaton has worked so hard. And uh, you know, was you know, we were really looking forward to having them. Certainly, with this offense and having tight ends and needing tight ends, and just the way we practice, it's hard on that position. You know, you need to be very deep. We're we've, we're physical. We want to be physical, and you know, we want to be balanced. But those guys, those guys take a lot of. Um, you know, it's it's hard on them. They're sitting in there trying to block big dudes and. Uh, and, you know, getting hit in the pass game as well and all that. So they take a pretty good beating at times during practice, and the wear and tear gets pretty heavy. So you really feel like you want some depth there. Um, you know, but moving Isaiah to tight end, he, he came to us with that. And, and obviously he was always a tweener. You know, he's, he's a very big athletic guy, and uh, we have a need. And, you know, really if you look at it and, and you watch, uh, you know, football at the next level, they you know they love the athletic tight ends you know there's always the inline guys to, the physical guys the guys that can do everything but the super athletic tight ends that can get open and are tough mis- mismatches are getting more and more valuable so we have to find the right way to use him, Mark, how's, uh, JJ um, to to him. yeah JJ is ahead of schedule he's working extremely hard um, you know I stayed on J.J. from day one, you know, just to continue, just to make sure he stayed up with that, starting with his range of motion and then his strength and all those things. And he's putting it together. Um, I I don't know. You know what I mean? I I don't want to force that. Um, He's doing a very good job. uh, But you also have to make sure you give that ligament time to heal. And um, he has a bright future. And... I have a tendency to try to be more cautious with those type of guys than, than force them back into it. He's not here at this point. You know, we're still waiting on him and and, and hope that he can get here, but he's not here right now. Coach,
1: you did a great job with Kentucky kids. What status is Kentucky? I do a lot of high school football. What status is Kentucky high school football?
2: The best I've, I've seen it, you know, I've really, I, I just, uh, to see the growth over the nine years that I've been here in Kentucky high school football, um, it's been, you know, just awesome to watch. Just, um, you know, I, I can see, you see the players coming out each and every year, there's more and more of them and more impact guys. But there's just, it's just better high school football. And uh, it's a credit to the coaches. I know they work extremely hard. We, we build strong, close relationships with many of them. And our door is open 24-7 to high school coaches. And uh, they could come in, and a lot of them do, watch meetings, watch practice. And uh, we're here to help any way we can. Uh, but it's been really fun to see the growth and the improvement of uh, Kentucky high school football. You did a great job this year in high uh, school football. But yeah. We, we, we've... We, we're proud of what we've done. Um, you know, we work hard. That's our priority. Uh, we want to keep uh, the local kids home. We want to keep the state of Kentucky players home. And I know it's important for you all to see them. It's important for our fan base to see them. And, and uh, it helps in, in all ways. And uh, this is our home. And we, we're, we're trying like heck to, to, to lock it down each and every year. man they're they're both good players um, i i haven't been able to we, we're not allowed to see certain things you know in in the summer uh obviously i could watch their movement and their body and uh watch them on tape and some impressive players and so i have high expectations i've not i'm not afraid to play true freshmen if they could come in and, and have an impact we've done it before and uh I anticipate those guys playing, but they have to go prove it and play. And uh, but but I believe they will. Am I concerned about some of the road games? Am I concerned about what? Some of the road this year. I mean, am I concerned? I haven't even thought about it. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Bring it on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, NIL is, is a major concern of, of how it affects our game How it affects your locker room You know, um, for, for me personally Yes, I'm concerned about the way it affects our team um, We've talked about it a lot We've educated them as best we can Does not seem to be a problem to this point Many of our players feel like they They, they just want to concentrate on football and, and the great ones will do that because, you know, they they, they know they have an ability to, to do something special, have an opportunity to play at the next level. And that's really where they want their concentration to be. This is new. Um, it's interesting because I could talk about it and educate them, um, but then there are rules and regulations as far as... How, you know how far these tentacles can go and how, how much we help them and that's always hard um, so you're 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 floating a, a young person a young adult out there um, you know doing things and signing things and that, that that we're not properly educated on and so well we handle it the best we can you know again we educate them we do have people that, that can help them within our athletic department and compliance and things of that nature, and, and they are allowed third-party people to, to help them with that. Uh, but to think that uh, all of these student-athletes across the country aren't going to run into some problems, then we, we have our head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Whether players sign or not on the way out and things, I I think, will it change? Absolutely, it'll change. Well, you know, I anticipate that a lot of our players will, and I I anticipate that a lot of our players may not, you know, and that's, I think that'll be across the country. And I know that'll irritate, you know, certain people, but again, you know, our players are really uh, – I don't just say this. I, I speak the truth. I think you all know that for years. We have a really good program. We have very good kids, you know, very good players that are very conscientious, that that do so many things to help the community. They're so unselfish, and they, they really want to do right. They really do. Um, and, uh, you know, so – You know, I just appreciate our players and what what that looks like, where they can make a few dollars. I think we all can understand that too. You know, I I don't I don't see any of our players overly consumed with going out and trying to, you know, do this NLI thing and just I see them concentrating on football and I hope it stays that way. There's been a lot of changes, but the one that probably affects you the most is practice time. Mm -hmm. Um, no i don't I don't think anything uh, the structure of our practice or anything of that nature will 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 affect us. no Mm-mm. We'll see I hope so um, he, but I hope he stays consistent like he has been you know so uh, you know I know he's worked hard and I feel confident with him, so we'll see where that range goes. I'm, I'm, you know, I think there's no secret that uh, we've been, you know, a, a big, strong, physical football team, and and I like the fact that we're getting faster. <laughs> I think we all we all can we all can appreciate that, and uh, we're a faster football team this year than we were last year. I always feel like um, you know when you say that we are um, our, again with our strength and conditioning team, we're we're an explosive. You know, fast football team, short range. But you need some guys to take the top off. It's not like we have a slow defense or, not. you know, we have a lot of twitchy guys and, and, and are very sudden and, uh, you know, very strong. But uh, top end speed is a different deal. And, yes, I want to continue to get top end speed. And you just add a guy like DeKell. You know, and, and of course, Wandell. But then you got Wandell and DeKell, Uh That those are top-end speed that you're looking for, along with others um, that that we're looking at.
1: Okay, folks, thank you very much. We Need to get to our assistant coaches and then on onto on the field.
2: Coach Sleep, thank you very much. Thank you. And coming up next will be uh, defensive coordinator Brad White. Uh,
1: coach White now in his uh, thank you. Coach White uh, entering his fourth season at UK, and a third as defensive coordinator. A lot of work to do. Uh, this fall lost uh, six starters from last year's group, five of whom are NFL draft choice, another one also in an NFL camp as a free agent. And we're ready to go with Coach White. So we'll just go ahead and get <coughs> questions. Brandon, your defensive line looks so like you've got a lot of
4: No, I think we all saw in in 2018, right? When, when you've got a difference maker up front, it, it changes the complexion of a game. So obviously, you know, as many difference makers up there as opposed to just rolling bodies, it makes a huge difference. Uh, and I do think we've got those, we've got some Candidates I they obviously we've all know what Josh Paschal can do and You know before the you know the injury in that halfway through the Mississippi State game You know if you look at the Auburn and Ole Miss and halfway through Mississippi State He was playing as well as any defensive lineman in the SEC and he is Right now he's playing at a level uh, his body his conditioning his focus uh right now is at an elite level and we need him to perform at that elite level and we will not shy away, you know, with those expectations for him and he won't shy away from those. And then, uh, you know, I know Tony just talked about, uh, you know, the, the guys that we lost, you know, and then you think about Quentin who played, you know, a great game last night for anybody that watched that Hall of Fame game, um, making plays, effort plays. But you've got a guy in Marquan McCall that has played significant snaps, and played as a true freshman, and now he's in year four here. He understands this is his time, and his body is in as good a shape as he's been since I've been here and he's been here, we sort of came in together. So he's ready to take that step. And we've talked about it before through my time here. When you're strong down the middle in a 3-4 defense, you know, when we talk about nose guard, inside linebacker safety, you've got a chance to be a really good football team. and You've got a chance to dominate. Um, and he's going to give us that opportunity to continue to be strong in the middle. You know, and what he's done is if you turn on, you know, you, games that he started, Georgia, Missouri, uh, different games when, when Q was out, he gives you a little bit of a chance to play a little bit more hash-to-hash, hash, and he can run down plays against outside, zones, outside zone schemes. So, you know, the big question mark to me, you know, from a front, you talk about all those bodies that we have to, we have to solidify that boundary tackle position, and uh, that is going to be one place where we, uh, we'll have to rotate bodies, and we're going to figure out that's why I'm holding the pencil, because the depth chart, right, in, in fall camp is never in pen. And it may be a day-to-day thing. It could be a period-to-period thing where, hey, one guy's going to start, you know, one rack, and then another guy's going to start another rack, and they're all going to get chances to go against a really good offensive line day in and day out. Uh, And we're going to see who's going to be ready to play. And it probably will be by committee, um, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I think it really does. You know, I think the, the key word is sort of solidify. And it's, I, I felt good about guys and their growth coming out of spring. You know, losing D'Erik, uh you know, threw a little bit of a wrench in that deal and, and threw a wrench in sort of, sort of the depth uh, of that position. And then you bring in a guy that has played in the SEC as well as he has, and you put him into the mix. Um, the the thing that I can say, uh, you know, about Quez is that he's been able to come in, and he fits. He fits the culture. He's melded right with our guys. Um, he loves them. They love him. It's it's like he's been here for a long time, and, and that's that's a positive. And, and that's always. You know, you, you hold your breath a little bit when you when you go into the portal because you just don't know how it's always going to fit. And he fits right in. Uh, it'll allow us to have really good competition. Uh, excited to see what Jared Casey can do. Um, you know, and, and obviously DeAndre is still sort of the stalwart in that room. And, and he makes that room go. He's the glue. And I'm looking forward to seeing him take another step this year as well. And and I think he's he's primed and ready to do that, Um, but we got to keep him healthy. Uh, But I know Coach had mentioned, you know, Coach Ed and Coach Hill, they do just an unbelievable job in that strength conditioning uh, part. And our guys look ready to go and they look ready to compete. So itching to get out there today. Coach, what about Justin Rogers? Yeah, he is. So you know, when you talk about. Marquand McCall, obviously he's sort of solidified his spot, you know, there at Nose. But we all know a Nose can't play 70, 80 snaps in a game. You know, you've got to be able to rotate that position and you can't fall off. I think uh, the big thing, you, when you think about Justin, you think about Josiah, and then those other, uh, the Ripkas, the, the Salmonolis, the, the Oxes, you know, the they kind of missed out with the COVID year. And freshman D. Lyman, they need a full year of growth and development uh, to trim that high school baby fat, to get strong in the weight room, to, to be able to, to compete, to be able to move. The movement aspect, you can't just overpower people like you did in high school. You have to be strong, physical. But you also have to be able to flip your hips, move. You know, we're gonna ask him to 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 make different movements at that position. I think Justin, you know, is has started to loosen up his hips. He's he came in physically strong enough to compete on day one. But where he had to he had to loosen up his hips and get more flexible and he's done that and he's he's put in the time. So I'm looking forward to those that freshman class of defensive linemen coming into this camp and showing something, because now is their time. They can't just say, oh, I'm a redshirt freshman. They, the very first question, like, we, we talk about depth. Yeah, we, we're, we've got bodies, but we need guys to elevate. And it can't just be, hey, what you were in high school. It's got to be what you are in the SEC right now. The first thing that pops in my mind for JJ is maturity. From where he came to where he is now. He he was he was sort of a quiet to himself young man uh, when he walked in um, and he learned what it looks like, you know, from the Josh Pascals, from uh Jamin Davis, from watching, you know, Josh from sort of a far uh, about what it looks like to be a professional and to be able to hone your craft. And what he does, the time that he puts in, the commitment in his rehab um, is elite level. And he's ready when, when the time comes for him to come back from that he is going to come back as good and, and better long-term than he was last year. And we all know when he got hurt, he was a dominant force on that football field. If you, Nobody looks at the score, but if you just look at the film, and when J.J. played in that Alabama game and when J.J. played in that Florida game, he was as dominant a football player as anybody on that football field. So Justice uh, is a guy that, and we've, over my, you know, going into fourth year now, uh, for those that have, have been covering this whole time, we talk about that outside linebacker position, and it's a very unique position. It is not one that you just walk in and you pick up and it's easy and it's not. There's so much that is put on that position in terms of, okay, you've got to be able to set an edge, you've got to be able to drop, Right? You've got to be able to pass rush. You've got to be able to process, think, go through calls, go through block schemes, so you, so eye progression. There's a lot to that position, and, and that's why you don't see many guys walk in on day one, and it just it makes sense. It clicks, and they're just impact guys. So he's going through that process. Um, the nice thing is, again, we had a spring, so this fall it won't be... Uh, quite as new, and so he'll be ready to uh, to continue to progress in, in that manner. Brad,
0: right. yeah. we talked to in the spring, and he mentioned getting himself in better shape his chance. He also talked about changing
1: his mindset, trying to be a little more mature. I you know, used to play around the field a little bit, and his favorite thing, have you seen that change in
4: maturity? Probably... The biggest change from a freshman to where he is now as a senior, as anybody on the defensive roster, from a maturity standpoint. And again, he would be the first to admit. Well, everybody continue can continue to grow in that. That is not a end game process, but he he is ready and I think you saw and we talked about it in the spring that when he was the starter there was a more dialed in focus in those games last year those games and he wasn't like it would drift and we'd have to try to pull him back in and rein him in and he knows this is his opportunity, his shot you know, him and Josh it's their front and and he's taken on that leadership role and he's he's as focused as Marquand has ever been um, I mean it was funny he just texted me uh, this morning and said hey I'm, I'm all in ready to go and so that's that's where his his mind is his mindset we need to keep it there um, because he does have a chance to be a difference maker for us and we need him to be that
1: so Vito's one again Vito's
4: got a lot of skill um, but uncontained or unbridled skill set is 50/50 and so the big um, the big challenge that we've given to him is to stay focused and stay dialed in and Uh, He understands that. Like For for him to be somebody that's a solid contributor for us, it has to be a down-in and down-out focus, understanding what is my responsibility. It can't just be float, find ball, get ball. Because everybody loves it, and it's great when he gets it, but it can also lead to a really big play. And so uh, the thing I think we've done here... Pretty well uh, over the last several years as we've been in the top of the country and not allowing big plays not allowing explosive plays and call it what you will bend don't break this or that whatever you want to call it is when we keep the ball in front of us right we get an opportunity right to make a play on the next play and obviously led the nation in turnovers we need to do that again this year or at least first in the SEC Uh, and if we can continue to do that and add some of those difference-making plays we know we understand that we need to get and affect the quarterback more often this year our guy you don't have to tell me you don't have to tell our guys they understand the issues and some of it's uh, on me a lot of it's on me and i'll take that and but going forward All right, we're still not going to just understand if the more aggressive you get, the more big plays you could potentially give up. And so, if we get more aggressive, then everybody better be on the same page and understand where the softness and the weakness are. Well,
1: thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We're ready for Coach Cullen. Coach beginning his. I Have his first season here at the University of Kentucky. Coming here from the Los Angeles Rams. Now we're ready to go. Let's throw it open for uh, for questions. What's the, the learning process like for you with Will? Just getting on campus and you didn't
3: know what he does well when he's moving. Similar to the process that I went through, probably with those other guys early on. It was just kind of getting their overall, general football knowledge down to see where they were at and then what we needed to add from there. Um, you know he, he's a, obviously an intelligent bright kid uh, that can pick up off you know scheme and, and things pretty pretty quickly which is nice and these all the guys did such a nice job in the spring of learning the offense. Now he's a little bit behind because he has to learn the basics and rep the basics before we can take it to the next level which is the goal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've been so physical here for the last few years, which is really nice to come in and have as a new offensive coordinator. Now, how do we get these guys in space a little bit to, to run and use their athleticism, which they all do have? And as Coach Stoops uh, mentioned earlier, we have a depth at the position, which is nice to maybe be able to do some different things and uh, sub those guys in to keep them fresh. But definitely do, doing some different schemes gets those guys in space and doing some things that they haven't probably done in the past is nice to see. We have Isaiah
1: Cummings just to right in. Is he guy you think can help you all this year? What does he, I guess, bring to the position? Yeah. From that receiver background, it's not. With Pete now, it was kind of your all yeah. starting to spread out a
3: little bit. Yeah. I think it ultimately will come down to what Isaiah can handle. You know, try to put him in a position right now, obviously transitioning from a true outside skill player to a big skill player is a bit of a difference. Um, You know, love the matchup possibilities on, you know, potential uh, bigger skill players on the defensive side of the ball, but also we got to put him in a position to be successful within the run game and uh, what we're asking of him needs to be smart uh, specifically in the first uh, half of the training camp as he transitions, but uh, the more he can handle the more he can do the more. He'll be a weapon for us Well not being able to see will throw live all Since he's gotten here. I really don't have that idea. I guess I mean, um, you know We'll tell today. We'll know a little bit more today after the first few practices. As Coach Stoops mentioned, I think that it's a great opportunity to build the depth that we have in the room. But also, um, we're not in a hurry. We want to make this decision right and, and, and you know pick the the best player to lead our our offense. And ultimately, your quarterback should be a face of your program. So um, we're, we're process. It's a process, but we'll see you today. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah, He did a great job pushing the ball down the field in the spring. I mean some of his accuracy over 20 yards was was pretty nice to see in terms of the down the field accuracy getting the ball out on time and um, you know we were in plenty blitz and third down situations that we need to continue to get better at in in that area is you know progression reads and moving past your first and second progression what do you do when you don't have a clean pocket Um, you know, free blitzer in your face, what do you do? There's a lot of those scenarios that probably have not come up yet uh, throughout 15 spring practices that'll be nice to see uh, how we react at the quarterback position to some more, you know, game-like situations this fall. expect and hope is a different story right I mean you you hope that the guys will come in and make an impact because there are some skilled players uh, in that freshman class that have some ability that we want to try to take advantage of now they got to get lined up and 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 know the basic formations and some basic scheme before we can really tell uh, as of right now but there's definitely a hope that we can get um, some of those young guys involved for sure and it's our it's our job as coaches to try to put them in the best position to be successful that we can get them on the field.
1: Speaking of those guys, what, what physical tools do you need that, that would help them get on the field?
3: To work, to all the, uh, accidents? Um, I, I think speed it would be one you know I think we, we need to continue to get faster as coach Stoops mentioned and um, to try to get some guys to push the ball down the field a little bit more than you know that we've been used to so um, It's really what they can handle. Okay, you know Dekel He's a speed guy How do we get him down the field and try to take advantage of his skill set if he doesn't truly know the full offense? Coming out of training camp It's our job as an offensive staff to get him ready to do so so really just trying to pick what they do best after this training camp, and it's like, okay, are they ready to go play in a, in a SEC football game? If they're not, hey, we take it a day at a time, but the goal is to try to get those guys ready.
1: Playing two quarterbacks, start the season, option is
3: it just, you got to have one? That's a great question. I haven't really thought about that one, to be honest. I'd prefer not to. I'd prefer not to, yeah. When it comes to that quarterback I assume the final I think it really just depends on how close it is you know your tape is your resume as a football player and I think as coaches it's our job to evaluate tape that's our job so at the end of the day I think it takes care of itself in a lot of situations but um, when it is if it is close and it is tight then all right hey who gives us the best chance to not turn the ball over to keep the chains moving. Who's been more successful in the red zone during training camp? How about third down situations? Did we move the sticks when these guys were in on third down or did we not? It really comes down to some of those ultimate situational football uh, parts of the game that um, probably would determine who the quarterback is and also leadership. Their leadership capabilities on the field, do the players want to play with them and play for them and follow those guys? So I think all those things will go into the decision making process. Coach,
1: it looks like you've got very good quality there.
3: Yeah, we have depth, absolutely, and I think it's good depth. It's good. It's anytime you have a you have competition, it's a good problem, right? And um, at the end of the day, it's my job to get the quarterbacks to play at a high level, Um, and, and I believe that we took a step forward this spring. But there's always going to be competition. we're always going to look for, hey, who's going to give us the best chance to win, regardless of class, regardless of how long they've been here or have not been here? It's our job to put this p- team in the best position to be successful. So I feel good about the depth that we have, absolutely. Adam will absolutely help the depth of the room. Doesn't mean he's a starting quarterback, but anybody could be at this point. Did not. no. no. Yeah, I've been a part of this exact process to be honest with you Um, my last year at Maine and we ended up starting a redshirt freshman. There was an incumbent senior who had played a lot of reps and at the end of the day you make the best decision for your program. and Those are going to be difficult conversations to have at times. Um, It's never fun to tell somebody who has probably played quarterback their entire life that they're not going to be the guy. That's hard. It's a difficult conversation to have. It's not one you ever really truly want to have. But it is necessary, and um, I think the guys that we have in this room are mature enough to handle whichever way it goes, Um, and and they'll believe that whatever we're doing is in the best interest of the team.
1: Okay, folks, thank you very much. Appreciate
3: it. Thank Uh, you, guys.
1: Head down to the field when you uh, go down the elevator.
0: Okay, that'll do it for this edition of the John Clay Podcast. Uh, we have plenty of coverage from UK Football Media Day online on Kentucky.com. Uh, we got videos, we got observations from Josh Moore. Josh and I did a, a video after uh, after Media Day was over to kind of recap the day, and we also talked about Fan Day, which is happening on Saturday uh, at 11 o'clock at Kroger Field. Uh, the, plenty in the print edition of the Lexanero Leader on Sunday, for, so look for that as well. Thank everybody who supports our work at the Herald-Leader and remind you that you can get a Sports only digital subscription to Kentucky.com. It's $30 for the first year. You get all of our UK football, basketball, UK recruiting. You get our columns. You get high school coverage. $30 for the first year. Go to my Twitter feed. You can follow me on Twitter at John Clay Ivy. Go to the top of the pinned tweet. Hit that at the top. It'll take you right to all the information you need to know about that. We appreciate everybody who supports our work at the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. Uh, appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast, which you can find on on apple spotify tuned in stitcher google podcasts and iheart radio podcasts leave us a rating and review especially on apple podcasts that really helps get the word out we'll have plenty of more podcasts all through fall camp of kentucky football it, the season is right around the corner and we'll have the plenty of coverage leading up to the opener september 4th against louisiana monroe thanks again for listening we'll be talking to you again soon